Good evening, and welcome to our Monday night e-revival. This week we are focusing on eternity. We want to make sure we're ready for what the Lord has for us, and we want to spend eternity with Him. So tonight you're going to be hearing from evangelist Josh Herring, and he's going to be talking to you about something that's very important, baptism in Jesus' name. We know from Scripture, to make it to heaven, we got to be baptized in His name. So Brother Herring's going to come right now, and he's going to preach to you about Jesus' name baptism. And when he's done, we're going to come back. we got a special word for you because we're ready right now to baptize you in Jesus' name. Now, I just pray that you would open your heart and open your mind, and let's get ready for an anointed word of God. Let it penetrate our heart and our spirit, and let our lives be changed by the word of God. God bless you now. In Jesus' name, Evangelist Josh Herring. Greetings, East Wind. So good to be with you tonight. Pastor Myers, I love you. Bishop Myers, I love you too. So great to be with you. Uh, What a great opportunity for revival. I keep hearing the great reports of things going on over there in Palm Bay and all the wonderful things you are doing. You know, you you can't get that church to to stay down. The devil hates your church because you're constantly doing the will of the Lord and going above and beyond the ordinary or the average. And I give you high honor tonight. Uh, Thank you for having me during this revival. So blessed to be a part of what God is doing. Apologize for the voice. I've been preaching a lot to my phone without a microphone, so you can you can tell it's been hammered. So if I'm drinking this water while I preach, please don't get distracted by it. I, I'm not trying to do it for anything except for your sake, so you can hear me better. But I give you honor, and uh, I'm so thankful to be with you tonight. I wish we were there in person, and uh, but the Lord has great plans for your church. And uh, if you're a guest tonight watching, I've been preaching to you, and so excited to have you watching with us tonight. And, and may the Lord stir you and speak to you like you never have heard him before. If you have your Bibles, the book of Mark, chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, the book of Acts, chapter 19, verses 1 through 6. Mark, chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, the book of Acts, chapter 19, verses 1 through 6. The Bible said in Mark, he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 19, verse number 1 through verse number 6. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since ye believe? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Under what then were ye baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John, barely baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them. They spake with tongues and prophesied. I want to preach to you tonight. I know you're in your homes or in your car, but I want you to open up your spirit to hear the word of the Lord because the Lord has a question for you. That question is, how were you baptized? How were 
you baptize. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, anoint my mind as a vessel of your glory and loose my tongue to speak to your people tonight, I pray. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would melt the walls down to people's hearts with your word and you would speak to them of the urgency and the hour for you are coming back very soon. And I pray in Jesus' name that we would be ready to meet you and you would wash away someone's sins tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody said amen. We are living in a generation where people think everyone is saved. We are living in a generation where if you preach on salvation, people turn you down immediately because they assume they're already going to heaven. I'm not sure if I've ever been to a funeral where someone did not put the person in heaven every time. Seems like no matter what the person did or who the person was, we just think we put them in heaven every time. No matter, you, they could be an atheist and satanic worshiper and hate everybody, and someone will be at the funeral and say, they're looking down on us right now. It's just amazing how everyone thinks everyone is saved. We've believed a lie that if you are a good person and you do enough good deeds, that that's the entrance into heaven. That's your ticket to be saved if you are a good person. That contradicts the word of God because in the Bible in John 3 verse 5 Jesus said except a man be born of water and of the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of God that word born of means to come out of to come out of the water unless you come out of the water and of the spirit you cannot enter the kingdom of God the Bible says in Mark 16 verse 16 we just read that he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved in first Peter Peter 3 20 and 21 we find out that baptism is what saves us we must be baptized can I just tell you I want you to say it out loud in your house I must be baptized it's not a suggestion it's not well if you get around to it you know you're a good person it's it's, it's really not for you if you're going to make it to heaven and can I tell you that Jesus Christ is coming very soon if you're going to make it you must be baptized the Bible said in the last days that there would be wars and rumors of wars. Nation would rise up against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There would be earthquakes, there would be famines, there would be pestilences. Everything I just mentioned is happening at a record pace in our society and in our world because we are truly in the last days. And if you are not ready, you need to get ready right now. Can I tell you? That getting baptized is more important than getting a stimulus check. And getting baptized is more important than getting a raise. And getting baptized is more important than getting back to your position at work or getting back to your favorite restaurant when it reopens. Getting baptized is the greatest opportunity of your life for when you go down in the water. In truth, you are saved from your sins. And when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, that's part of salvation also. When you go down in the water every sin you've ever committed is washed away and then God will fill you with his spirit and you will speak with other tongues as the spirit of God gives the utterance and you will be changed for 
forever. What is baptism? Preacher, what does that mean? Well, baptism comes from the Greek word baptismo, to be immersed or submerged underwater. If you were sprinkled, you were not baptized. I do not mean to make light of your experience or of your family tradition, but if you were sprinkled, you were not baptized. The Bible does not say he that believeth and is sprinkled shall be saved. In fact, I dare tell you, and you can look yourself, but no one in your Bible was ever sprinkled for their salvation. They had to be baptized to be saved. It is important how you get baptized. I want you to say it out loud with me. It's important how I get baptized. It's important how you were baptized. Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19, Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. I did that preacher, so I'm saved, uh, and you're not preaching to me. Well, the Bible said he said, go and, and preach them, baptizing them in the name of the Father. So apparently the Father has a name. And of the Son, so apparently the Son has a name. And of the Holy Ghost, so the Holy Ghost has a name. Let's find out what these names are, what the name is. The name of the Father. Let's go there first. John chapter 5, verse number 43. Jesus said, I am come in my Father's name, and ye receive me not. John chapter 10 and verse number 30. Jesus said, I and my Father are one. John uh, 14, verses 6 through 9. I'll read it for you right now. John 14, 6 through 9 says this. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth in the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, from right now, you know him and have seen him. Verse 8, Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father and it sufficeth us. You just tell us where he is, who he is, we'll be, we'll be satisfied. Verse number 9, Jesus saith unto him, have I been so long time with you? And Yetest thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me hath seen the Father. So can I tell you right now, without any fear or uncertainty, the name of the Father is Jesus. Someone ought to shout his name right now in your living room. The name of the Son is Jesus. Twenty times between Matthew and John, you will find a mention of Jesus Christ being the Son of God. For instance, in Mark chapter 1, verse 1, we read the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So you understand most Christians believe he is the Son of God. We've just proved that it's the Father's name is Jesus. We know the Son's name is Jesus. Let's find out what the name of the Holy Ghost is. In John chapter 14 and verse number 26, the Bible said, Jesus said, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things 
to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. The Father's name is Jesus. The Son's name is Jesus. And now we find out the Holy Ghost. His name is Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is the Father. Jesus is the Son. And Jesus is the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, I have been with you, but I shall be in you. He's talking about the Holy Ghost. He's referring to himself. He is the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Well, preacher, does it really matter how I'm baptized? Does it really matter if I do it, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, or the name of Jesus? Well, yes, it matters because in Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 5 and verse 6, the Bible said that there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. One God and Father of all, who is above all, Father, through all, the Son walked through the earth, and in you all, Holy Ghost. That's why in Colossians chapter 2, I feel my help. And verse number 9, the Bible said, For in him, talking about Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. What is the Godhead? The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. What that verse is saying is inside of the body of Jesus is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. The Bible said in the book of James, Thou believest there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Even hell believes that there's only one God and the church knows there's only one God and you need that one God's name to be pronounced over you in baptism. When you say Father as you're going down the water, you are saying a title. If you say Son, you're saying a title. If you say Holy Ghost, that is a title. But the name of the Father is Jesus and the name of the Son is Jesus and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus and you will find in your Bible that no one was ever baptized in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost for the remission of their sins. That happened 385 A.D. when a pagan council of Romans got together and the Nicene Council and they made a decree that you had to be baptized in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But if you want to be saved, you have to do it the Bible way. And in the Bible, when people were baptized, they were baptized in the name of Jesus. Acts 2.38, for example, Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If you want more proof, here's some verses. I won't read them all, but I'll give them to you. Acts 4, 10 through 12, Acts 8, 16, Acts 10, 47 and 48, Acts 19, verse 5, Acts 22, verse 16, You'll find these stories and these instances where every time they were baptized, they were baptized in the name of Jesus. Why? Because it's the name that washes away your sins. If I were to ask you, who was on the cross dying for your sin? Would you say Father? Would you say Son? Or would you say Holy Ghost? Or would you say Jesus? It's the name of the one that died for you. That's pronounced over you when you go down in the water. I do not mean to be rude or disrespectful. I simply am telling you the truth that you must be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When you are baptized in the name of Jesus every sin you've ever committed is washed away in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Now, I've preached in Palm Bay a lot over the years, and we preached baptism and Holy Ghost almost every Sunday morning for, for several years, and we preached there once a month. And so if you go to the church, you already know these stories because, and I can tell you a bunch more, but you, you already know, but, but I, I can tell those that are watching online, you know, I've been, I've had several times where people, uh, you know, things happen. I like the lady in Florida one time that came to the service and, and during a Sunday night service, uh, she was sitting back there toward the back and with her boyfriend and probably in their early forties. And, and she started having a seizure and, uh, she rolled on the ground, her tongue rolled out of her mouth, and her eyes rolled back in the back of her head. And, and I went down and prayed with her, and as I prayed, uh, her, her, I said, God, stop this seizure. And her eyes came back, and her tongue came back in her mouth, and, and she, I was holding her head on, above the ground with my hands, and I said, it's going to be alright in Jesus' name. And she said to me, I worship the devil. <laughs> I dropped her head, obviously. I mean, <laughs> This is not cuddle time with a demon-possessed person. So I, I was like, you know, okay, well, you need to get baptized in Jesus' name, lady. She said, leave me alone. I worship the devil. I'm like, well, why are you here? Her boyfriend said, oh, well, I brought her. And I said, she needs to get baptized in Jesus' name. And, and, and she said, I worship the devil. So a few minutes later, she had another seizure. Pastor said, go pray for us. I don't want to go pray for him. And he said, just go. I said, okay, I'll show you. it. About 30 feet away, I said, stop it right now in Jesus' name. She sat straight up, seizure stopped, sat down. I walked up to her, I said, lady, I don't know who you are, but you need to get baptized right now in Jesus' name. And she said, I said, back off. I worship the devil. I have a painting of him on my wall, and I worship that painting every night. I said, you worship a painting on a wall? You need to be baptized. And the boyfriend said, I'll get baptized. I said, I bet you will. Run, bro, run. So he runs up there and he gets baptized. I said, don't look back. And, and so he goes up there, you know, and he goes down the water and God had filled him with the Holy Ghost the week before. And so he was so excited. I said, lady, you need to be baptized. She yelled at me. Walked away. And she died three hours later. Choked to death in her sleep. And the Lord spoke to me clear as day and said, the attack on her body could not kill her until she rejected truth. It could afflict her, but it could not kill her. Because I had to give her a chance to be saved. And she rejected it. And that same attack came right that night and she died. A few weeks later, I was in Millington, Tennessee. Preached on baptism on a Sunday morning. And I knew everybody in the building. I preached there several times and a uh, great church. And, and we baptized several people and uh, it was a great service. Sunday night, I preached something different. And Monday night, we continued the revival. On Monday night, I was getting ready to preach and the Lord spoke to me and said, preach your baptism message again. I said, the same one as yesterday? He said, yes. I said, I just preached that. He said, preach it again. I said, but, but they all heard those verses and they all heard what I said. And, Preach it again. I said, Lord, they're all going to know. You know. They're going to think I don't study. I don't pray. And preach it. I said, oh, I don't, I don't want to preach it. You have to know I, I'm kind of stubborn. And I, so I was at church that night. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm telling on myself. But I was like looking through my notes trying to get another message. You know, like I'm going to feel unction from God after I'm disobeying him on what to preach. And, uh, 
And so I look around, I'm like, I know every person in this room. I don't think any of them need to be baptized. And God said, preach it. And I said, I want to. And he said, preach it or you're in trouble. I said, I'll preach it. Because if he tells you you're in trouble, you don't want, you don't want to be in trouble with God. <laughs> and so um, I get up there and I start preaching Pastor Myers. And you can just see the people like start whispering. They're like, uh, he preached that yesterday. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Is he not praying? And I, you know, and, and, they, and it was in the south, and I heard people. I heard this older lady say, "Touch him, Jesus. Bless him, Lord." Anytime you hear "Bless him, Lord" when you're preaching, it's never good. <laughs> Anytime you're like, "Help him, Jesus," from an older prayer warrior, don't think you're doing good. They're praying because you're bombing. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm like, "Oh." This is bad. And so I, I preached this whole message. I mean, not an amen, not a clap, not a burp, like nothing. They're just staring at me. <laughs> and right at the end of the message, I'm about to make the altar call, two guys walk in the back of the sanctuary and sit down. And you know, I already made a big fool of myself preaching. I thought, what have I got to lose? So I walk all the way back there, and I'm like... First of all, church started at 7, guys. <laughs> and you were supposed to be here earlier because apparently God sent me to preach to one of you or both of you because no one here needed what I preached and God made me preach this. And I said, have you been baptized in Jesus' name? And the one of them said, I have. And the other one said, I have not. I said, what's your name? He said, Jonathan. I said, how old are you? He said, 26 years old. I said, Jonathan... God stopped everything I wanted to do and made me preach on baptism because you were going to be here. I said, you need to get baptized right now in Jesus' name. He said, let's go. I said, really? He said, yes. I said, okay. Took him to the water, guys. Baptized him in Jesus' name. He came up out of the water, got filled him with the Holy Ghost, and they found him dead six days later natural causes. They didn't know. I know you're in your house or in your car. If you've not been baptized in Jesus' name, you listen to this preacher. There's nothing as important as you getting in that water. There's someone at the church right now that will meet you. I'm sure they'll be on the screen when I'm done. They'll tell you what to do. But you need to get yourself in the car. And you need to go down to the church, the East Wind Pentecostal Church. And you need to get in that water. And you need to get your sins washed away right now. Because there's nothing is as important. If the Lord comes back tonight, we're in the last days. Are you ready? Or are you lost? If you don't remember how you were baptized, you need to make sure you know the devil's going to chirp in your ear. You need to make sure you get baptized in Jesus' name. And if you're the person that's telling me, well, my family didn't do it like that, my grandma didn't make it, and my dad, and are you saying my grandma's lost? Are you saying my old pastor was wrong? I'm not saying anything about that. That's between them and God. But I'm giving you the word of the Lord, and you're responsible for the truth that you're hearing. And in the word, there's only one way to be baptized, and that's in the name of Jesus. It's the only thing that washes away your sin. 
If I was there and I had been baptized in Jesus' name, I don't care what was in the way. I would get to the house of God right now. I'd get in the water and I'd say, baptize me in Jesus' name and wash away my sins. Because nothing is as important. I close with this. I remember in your very church, Pastor Myers, you know this story. I remember, I remember that boy that was in the water with the purple robe on, a burgundy robe, 15 years old. I remember I walked behind the baptistry there. I don't know why I was back there for that. I watched him. I was going to help him get baptized. And he stepped in the water. And I remember his mom breaking through the crowd. Coming up behind the baptistry, grabbing his robe, yanking him out of the water and saying, you don't deserve to be baptized. You know what you've done wrong. Yanking him out of that baptistry, pulling him down those steps, making him get back into his regular clothes, dragging him out of the church parking lot, never to come back again. It's time. You've waited long enough. The sky is about to split open. If you're lost, you can't, you can't tell me that anything is as important. You've got to get in the water. You've got to get baptized in Jesus' name. You've got to get filled with the Holy Ghost. It's the most important moment of your life. I don't care if you love me or hate me, but if you get in that water and you get your sins washed away and God fills you with the Holy Ghost, you'll thank me one day on heaven and we're on the streets of gold together. And when your life was going crazy and you thought that, and the world was ending and you didn't know what to do, you made the right decision. Thank God there's a church preaching the truth and that church is available to you right now. They're ready. They're ready. There's nothing in your way. Let me pray with you right now. Let's repent of our sins. What is repentance? It's turning away from sin. I can't repent for you at your house, but I can repent with you. You can pray with me, but you've got to repent from your, from your heart, not just your head. You can't just say words and not mean them, okay? Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me for every thought and every word and every action, every sin of my past and every sin of my present, every sin of my mind and my eyes and my ears and my mouth and my heart. God, I, I can't fix myself. I can't get good enough to be saved. I'll never be ready enough for you. I'll never have everything lined up just right to deserve to go to heaven or deserve to be ready. I won't have everything in my life fixed good enough to where I can finally have time for you. I've got to make time now. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me for the things I've thought and words I've said if I've hurt people. If I'm not forgiving people, forgive me for not forgiving people. I repent for anger and jealousy and lust and bitterness and pride. God, let, let everything be laid down right now. I'm ready to get my sins washed away. In Jesus' name, it's time. Pastor Myers is going to take it. I'm sure they'll give the phone number to call. It's time. Go, go, go! What a powerful word of God we've just heard. That is so important for us to be baptized in Jesus' name. We feel so strongly about it, my friend, that we want to tell you we are right now at the church and we are ready to baptize you in Jesus' name. If you live in the Palm Bay, Melbourne, or South Bavard area and you want to be baptized right now in the name of Jesus, I want you to come down to the church and I want you to be baptized in Jesus' name. 
We've got ministers that are standing by to baptize you right now. And we want you to call the number that's going to come up on your screen. It's area code 321-723-2030. That's 723-2030. Call right now. They'll give you the address. They're standing by for your phone call. And we'll baptize you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't put it off. Don't wait for another day. It's too important. When the name of Jesus is applied to your life, it changes everything. So don't forget, call the church right now. We're going to be waiting for your call, 723-2030. If you'd like to communicate by the website, you can go to eastwind.church and go to the website and send an email. But I believe right now God's calling us through this word that has gone forth. I believe the Lord has prepared our hearts to be baptized in Jesus' name. So come on down. Let's get baptized and let's get ready to spend eternity with Jesus. God bless you now in Jesus' name.